Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spoilers, Obviously. Spoilers, Obviously. Ah, I'm stalling. There we go. (laughs) Well, I assume you all know, but if you don't know, I am your host, Joel, and with us today is... It's me! I'm a snack! It's Moses Moon. Do you go by Joel or do you do Yoel? Like it depends where I am and uh, who I'm talking with. Because Americans, for some reason, cannot pronounce Yoel, so they so I tell them just they can't pronounce they can't pronounce Yoel. Yeah, so, so no, so I so I tell like Americans, yeah, call me Joel and Israelis, you know, call me Joel. Is, Israelis can't pronounce Joel, they say Joel. Like, no, it's not Joel, it's Joel. And so yeah, so for Israelis, they tell them call me Joel. For Americans, they tell them call me Joel. What about you? Do you go by Moses or Moshe or both? I always go by Moses. There's a few people who are sneakily go away, get away with Moshe because I either just don't have the koach, I don't have the power to be like, keep telling them. Um, or the people who are like, I care about and like when they say it, it's an, uh, affectionate. Whereas most, mostly I try to go 99% by Moses because that is my name. I grew up on it. Like that's like my parents never called me Moshe at home. And I never had that like, I'm embarrassed by my name. So call me Moses. Like, cause that's more whatever. And I'm no, it was always Moses. Okay, cool. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Even so, in the army, they called me Moses. Really? Well, yeah. I, I have to say it's actually really, uh, you know, it sounds better. It flows. I agree. Uh, Moshe is an arse, and he's not <laughs> Moses. They are two different people. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. But um, no, I, I, it also flows with your with your surname. Like Moshe Moon doesn't really go as well as Moses Moon. Yes, that's I, that's why I chose that specifically, so it could be written in Sindarian, so it looked very nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hint hint nudge nudge pokey pokey but not actually <laughs> perky, perky. no that's not we're not even going to talk about that we're we're talking what are we talking about today well, Yoel. well thank you very much uh, moshe today we are going to talk oh, fuck about- you <laughs> uh, this uh, that deserves a fucking Yeah, let that sink in. How, how about a little bit of... Yeah. yeah I'm going to take it. I'm proud of my joke. I'm proud of it. I, I'm going to own it. Okay. All right. <laughs> I know what makes you cheer. <laughs> Anyways, so let's get into our episode. We are let's do to, it. Today, we are going to talk about she-Hulk by Titania. Again. Episode <laughs> five. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Episode five. Episode five. We're almost She-Hulk done. Just three yeah. left. <laughs> That's funny. Four left, actually. There's nine episodes. Mm. <laughs> I can't math good, and I thought there would only be eight, but that's all right. All right. So, so okay. 
the runtime is more or less the same. If you've noticed, there are some uh, series, MCU series, that have uh, six episodes. Some of them have nine. Overall, mm. the runtime is the same run runtime. The okay. more the more episodes you have, the shorter the episodes. The right. less episodes you have, the longer the episodes. But overall, the runtime is the exact same runtime. So, huh. with that in mind, if this was a short uh, series, next week would have been the last episode. <laughs> I could only hope. <laughs> yes, we could only hope because this series sucks. This is utter garbage. It's such it, a like, oh. The, the more I see, you know, these shows, these horrible shows, not all the MCU shows are horrible. There are a lot that mm. are good, but a lot of them are bad. But, you know, because of it, I am in the mindset of MCU died when Iron Man died. I know what to say. I guess because um, Robert Downey Jr. was <clears throat> was pretty much like uh was lending a helping hand and now that he's done he's not he's not involved right i i'm pretty sure he's not involved but i don't know i i feel like not because of robert downey jr it died but because after that well one yes mm. you did finish a saga you did finish a storyline but yeah the effort that they put into the storyline is not as good, is not as entertaining. It's like I'm not, it, it doesn't grab me as much. Mm. Like, I feel like some of these shows, like this show and Miss Marvel, are shows like you watch it once and you never watch it again. That's my plan. Yeah. Compared like, to I'm only watching this because I have to. We're doing the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so I, I, I talked with Adam on the Hebrew podcast. We said the exact same thing about this show and about Rings of Power. We only watching it literally just for the podcast. With Rings of Power, though, like I as a fan of Lord of the Rings, I have to watch it so that I can gripe about it later. Like there's no way I I can't. Like I read the books, I'm all into it. Like there's, I have to see it through so that when someone says, "Well, this is what I did," and I can be like, "Well, actually, (laughs) (laughs) no, I okay." So as a fan myself, yes, I am watching it Mm. because I'm 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 a huge fan. But they're butchering the storyline so much that I'm like, do I really want to continue torturing myself watching this show, something that I love and admire so much? Mm. One in one hand, I don't. On the other hand, I I want to see where they go with it, and you know, for yeah. the podcast as well. I guess it's that's how like GOT fans felt like mm-hmm. from the beginning of GOT, more or less mid season, mid mid of the seasons, as they could feel the the departure. Yeah, all the more. Uh, mm. so I can sympathize, whereas me as a blind person enjoying GOT up to like more or less six, halfway through six. And I was like, okay, now I'm starting to pick up on weird things. What is that? But I would have no context, whereas, yeah, the tables are re- reversed. And then all of us are all blind into, no, not necessarily, but it doesn't matter. Anywho, yeah, uh, I had to say that. Of all the Marvel shows, like Miss Marvel sucked on several levels. However, I was more intrigued because 
what it did play in was in world building and that's important to me and it further establishes certain aspects about the mcu which intrigues me such as the red knives was it the red knives what do they call them red cloaks no the 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 clandestine organization that Mm. were against the people from the other realm kind of deal yeah uh and other names Right, but then the more we learned about that, and then of course we got the X gene drop, and um, and though Miss Marvel may not be actually Miss Marvel the way that she's portrayed in the comics, for me, like I, I'm not so attached to that character anyways that I care. So it's like, okay, I don't crystal platforms, cool. She's Mario, awesome, <laughs> just <laughs> great. Uh, and like fun to see like for her the girl who's playing her you can feel the enthusiasm leaking like oozing out of her because she's literally the embodiment of the 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 living character of miss marvel who is a fangirl who gets superpowers and you know whatever and and enjoys life whereas and and then and it's the exact same thing in in the show however all that horrible tangent to say is that she hulk is just this big cotton candy fluff that isn't even that good it's like as if it was like caramel cotton candy but for some reason it was stale there's so much of it but it's just like there's little little hints of stuff that's like good but then like it's over in like a second and it's it wasn't even that enjoyable and you wondered why you wasted five bucks even though i'm watching it for free so um (laughs) But this episode in particular really felt like nothing. Like nothing happened. There was no progression. There was no nothing. Like people will argue, oh, well, she she's finally accepted her character of who she is. It's like from her fucking dating profile. That just sounds like a whiny bitch trying to like find anything to win an argument. This doesn't define who she is. This isn't a defining moment where she's like, I will defend people and I will die for people and become a noble character. It's like, no, I'm still selfish. I still don't want to be a superhero, but I will claim the name. She's just as bad as the fucking cosmetic girl. Titania. Titania. Like, what the hell? Like, fuck me. And then all that all that the only thing that was good which wasn't even that good for me uh was the sudden like meeting of the edna mode edna from uh incredibles <laughs> uh played by a, a trans black a gay black guy there you go uh and which you know he was a funny character i didn't i don't really care about the the push in that direction sure why not gay black man who loves fashion builds suits for superheroes awesome great character um but then like all that to reveal daredevil's helmet which just one had me scratching my head and two the color was yellow which again dates back to like the old days of daredevil which is cool and i'm looking forward to seeing that but i'm not like i loved the costume in um netflix daredevil Uh, so I hope there's some ju- better justification and it's like all that to get a fucking like tease of like Daredevil's coming. I was like, I fucking know he's coming. Like, where's the actual <laughs> buildup? Like, I feel like they're literally just going to meet at a coffee shop. That's their like interaction instead of like all the stuff that they've weaved, like weaved, the, uh, ladies and gentlemen, air quotes, 
like I just feel like it's not going to be a really good payoff, and I, I just feel like feel like like I have blue balls, man. It hurts. <laughs> um wow yes um i'm sorry for blabbing no 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 good dude this is this is the point of this podcast to like Mm. vent our issues with shows that we don't like and you know oh shows that we do like you know vent what we like about them and then go like deep dive into you know details that we notice and Do we have a QR code of the of the episode? Oh, you want to get into it? Yes, we do have a QR code of the episode. So when the lawyer and the female lawyer don't remember their names, like mm-hmm. let's go to the you know uh, you know shop where they make the clothes, but then no, it's a actual uh, smoothie shop, coffee shop. Yeah, the uh, boba shop. Yeah, the boba shop. So as they enter. You have it for a very like split second, maybe two second max. You mm. see on the wall on the right corner of the screen, there's a QR code over there. And mm. you see it like really, really for like two seconds. And it's a mm. kind of big uh, QR code compared to all the other QR codes that I've seen so far. Is it another free comic? Yeah, it's a, it's a free comic. All, all the QR codes are free comics. Of a all show. right. <clears throat> That's the, cool. If I remember right, the QR codes that were in Moon Knight were werewolf, was about Werewolf by Night, which, mm. if you've seen, they released a trailer called Werewolf by Night on the Disney uh, 23 Expo. Ah, I missed that. So, Werewolf by Night. I'm it, typing it, it's, that in. It's interesting when, if these comics from the QR codes, if you know, we will see like a movie or tv show or trailer coming out for that but who knows and it's anyways, in black and white yeah yeah it's in black and white anyways oh, my, it's just later. It looks good. my problem with this episode okay first of all i know if you notice but this is the first episode with no cameos yeah, and no end scene. I mean, you could say the helmet is a cameo, but that's not a cameo. That's just fucking bullshit. That's what that <laughs> is. It is bullshit, and it. I, I don't. I. I won't. Which is why the episode that. sucked all the more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more, more or less. But I won't consider that also as a, an end scene because usually the end scene is after all the music, and then you have like She Hulk turning a lot. Then you have the end. No, scene. Uh, I agree. I, I think uh, we were talking about this earlier, but uh, I think it's just the way that it was edited that yeah, yeah, the pan and the slide to the to the reveal of the helmet felt like what would be an an end scene kind of edit. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I literally think that the that the writers were like, "Fuck, the episode's over. We don't have anything more to fluff up. Like we fluff this up as fluffy as we can get this fluffer." And they're like, mm-hmm. "Well, what about an end scene?" Well, I mean, like we have it, but there's just not enough episode. Wow, just tag it in. It makes sense, and we'll just drop the end scene. You can't do that. Well, it'll make the episode long enough. All right, fair enough. Tag on the credits. There you go. <laughs> yeah, the, um, nothing. Nothing happens. Like I have to say, in the what four episodes, five episodes, nothing really happens. Like yeah, a little happens, but the more we get into it, the more nothing actually happens. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's also the like a problem arises, 
like let's like anything that's big. Okay. She had her debut uh, fighting on behalf of the uh, um, abomination. Mm-hmm. Uh, that trial could have probably gone longer. Legal issues take a long time, oh uh, God, so, but that yes. got resolved within a, a two episodes, which was basically like all the screen time altogether of that one thing was just less than one episode. So nope, that that's solved, done. Okay, cool. Uh, then we had Johnny Blaze. That yep, also and- that that lawsuit within, like yes, the lawyer did say. We will continue this on later, but then she like, hey, I saved you from these demons. Stop doing this. Cease and desist. Yep. So like, okay, uh, so here again, within one episode, you close the case. We have the guys who tried to stab her and get her blood. Uh, no further references of anything of that kind or build up that we n- notice so the, far in retrospect. Well, there is a little thing, so. We, with we the do, dude, with the dude, with the dude so, returning, yeah. So I do have a little theory about him. So Ooh, all, theories yeah. make it more interesting, please. So the the guys who were trying to you know take her blood, uh-huh. no, one of them they were like what five guys out of five guys, four or five yeah. guys, only one of them was wearing a mask, and that was the guy who stabbed her and tried to take the blood. Ooh. What if that guy is the exact same guy who then tried to date her and ask her about her penetra- you know, her skin and all that? And then we later see him in this episode who actually defends her in the court. Mm. That's probably that probably makes the most sense. Um, I'll give it to you. That it's not gonna be that much of a reveal, anyways, because we kind of already speculated that, but this episode builds to that but at the same time it's like what do you he oh he's probably he's invited her for drinks so that'll probably be the next episode but oh man i feel like there's you know it's probably going to lead into what at the rate how this show is going since it's taken five episodes to establish nothing What's probably going to be happen is the cliffhanger in order to lean into uh, season two. God forbid they create this. Oh uh, is that he finally gets her blood? Maybe I, I don't know what, what they would do with it. Like obviously become more Hulks and all that. Well, it'd be like the first movie. Yeah, the first Hulk movie where the guy is creating shit from his blood. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, it'll all be, it is interesting, like, when it comes to that, to the whole blood storyline, mm-hmm. that, I think, is the only interesting aspect over here. But the thing is, what, that was episode one, episode four, now kind of episode five. Yeah. And then, like, and again, at the same time, nothing really happens. Well, I, so, I don't know. What I do want to kind of talk about, like I said, the big picture that or message that I'm getting from this show in general mm. is men are pigs, women are sluts, <laughs> and I want to. Oh, but touch- men, but women have uh, a very hard time. Yes, and women have a very. This, hard time. this episode was like, oh, I'm living the dream, every woman's dream, walking alone, uh, down at night with headphones on. You know, it's funny about that. Mm. Not even guys do that. No 
nobody in their right mind walks down dark streets with their headphones on. Only idiots do that. There is no guy who feels safe going down into a hood with headphones completely on or on at all, you know, whatever. Everybody who's like, you know, because anybody, any, it doesn't matter what gender you are, you can get jumped. Guys get jumped all the time. Just yeah. as I like, I do live in a relatively safe area, so I don't mind, you know, having headphones with me when walking at night. Mm. I don't usually do that. I rarely ever do that. But if I do that, I don't, I don't, me personally, I don't feel like I'm not safe. If I'll be in a place that I don't know, even mm. if, you know, where I, you know, my country, whatever, I will not have headphones. I will always have my ears right open to listen and know there's only two places that i i have headphones on completely and that's yeah. either in my room or in the gym anywhere else just either one headphone or i'm not wearing them yeah you know it, it's it seems legit but yeah l l like you said you know guys also get jumped you know it's not only women obviously more women than men i'm not gonna den deny that but well we don't know we don't know statistics a lot of feminist stuff pushes statistics in ways that where are we're not viewing the other side like if you look at rape as a as a total men actually get raped more than women that's in, when including all factors of statistics which are which is prison which is important it's a huge thing to consider because it's like oh well, they're in prison is what no it's still rape it's still violating human rights da, da, da. it's like huh well you didn't see that one coming did you no no i actually did not i did not like the the second you said men get more raped than women it's like what the fuck is he no we don't no <laughs> who is this chauvinist <laughs> but, but then like but yeah then he said like you know look at all the aspects okay and then like okay well yeah, that, that, that could be true. I personally don't know. I didn't do the research. So I'm going to go off by your word. Um, I, I as, as someone who promotes proper critical thinking, don't just take my word for it. Go look at the statistical shelf. Search uh, uh, like rape men, <laughs> men rate percentage. <laughs> uh, be like CDC percentages and things of that nature. Like uh, total rape, um, whatever constitutes between male and, you know, just... Just need good key Google word search because uh, you're gonna get a lot of various propaganda oriented. Like you just want pure statistics, so you'll find those at uh, on like government websites and such. Yeah, I, I, I will. I will do that when on my free time. But let, mm. let's uh, kind of jump back uh, to the episode. She-Hulk, so yes, <laughs> this boring piece of shit. What? <laughs> yes. So basically, this, I want to find out where's Bruce. The main, yeah, I do. I do want to know what Bruce is going up with. What's I, Wong up to? Yeah. Is he still with that chick? <laughs> Madison, two ends, one Y, but not what you not think. Where thinking. <laughs> the, the, this episode is mainly about Titania suing She-Hulk because Titania you know, turn Shield into a company name. So whatever. Yeah, she trademarked the name due on the basis oh, that, uh, you know, Jennifer didn't trademark her name as of yet. 
which why would any like Captain America didn't do it, Iron Man didn't do it, and hey Jennifer, by the way, look, these are two examples that are not using their actual names, you dumb bitch. But that are using their actual They're, names no, at Doctor saying, Strange. So I'm saying they are not using. I I gave Captain America Iron Man. She said Thor and Doctor oh, Strange. Man, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. True, true. How, how like out of all the Avengers, you chose the two people who use uses the the actual name. Now that I think she's about a smart it, woman. <laughs> now that I think about it, I think they are the only ones. I'm not like 100% sure, but I think they are the only Black MCU. Widow, Hawkeye. No, I, they I mean, don't like, have that's, those aren't their names. No, yeah, I'm saying about a superheroes who uses <laughs> the actual name as the you know, name tag. You know, Doug. well, Captain America. That's is a pseudonym. Steve, yeah, Steve Rogers, right? Thor is his name. Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange is his name. Iron Man is a pseudonym. Hulk yeah. is a pseudonym. Spider Man is a pseudonym. Black Panther is pseudonym, a pseudonym. Yeah. I think I think they are the only two in the entire Marvel universe. As of now. No, like I'm talking not... about like in- entirely in like comics uh... and history. I, am I don't know. Under- There's probably other characters. Craven, I think. Uh, are we talking about hu- uh, villains and superheroes? Sure. Let's again. I'm not a 100 percent sure about Doctor Doom. Is no. His his name is Victor Von Doom. Yeah, but he's a doctor. Uh, okay. Doctor okay. Doom. Okay. No problem. Uh-huh. Fantastic for Mr. Fantastic. He okay. is Mr. Fantastic. He is a Mr. and he is fantastic. Yeah, but he's but technically Doctor Fantastic. His name, wait, his <laughs> actual name is Fantastic? I don't know. I forget. <laughs> Richard Richard Reeds. That's his name. Doctor Reeds. Reed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I almost fell for that. <laughs> uh, Anyways, she. So, at first, I was like, "This is a stupid lawsuit," but whatever. The the tactic of how Jennifer slash Shield gets out of it is using all the people she dated. And I want to talk yeah. about one specific guy, and it's the uh-huh. handsome guy who uh, the lawyer kept saying. So, you know, the lawyer, the guy basically says, like, oh, my God, yes, Shield is absolutely amazing. You know, she is, you know. She's amazing, and she she's exactly what I'm looking for. Whatever, and then uh-huh. the, and then the lawyers ask him about well Jennifer Walters. What do you think about her? And he, and he says, with no offense, she's not my type. I don't like uh, Jennifer Walters. And then later on, the lawyer tells uh, Jennifer, like that handsome guy, you can do way better than all those guys. You know, Jennifer, you deserve better. And and what went into my mind is like. What the fuck are you talking about? This guy was so genuinely honest and straightforward. He like what he what was wrong with what he said? Honestly, why would anyone want to start a relationship and build a relationship and several months to several years later he tells you, "Yeah, I don't like you because of this." It's like, "Well, this is who I am." It's like, mm. You know, he told her straightforward from the very beginning, I don't like Jennifer Walters. I like She-Hulk. Yeah. He was but they're the same, her. which is why I had an issue with his yeah, thing. They, like, I didn't I didn't think he was like, I understand what the, what the writers were saying, what he was saying. Like, 
not that they're different personas, but he likes this version of Jennifer much better versus her normal self. I'm like, fair enough. You you're allowed to have your uh, yeah, but the, the the thing is, whatever that is, <laughs> the thing is, he was straightforward and honest with her from the very beginning, mm. and yet yeah. the girls come and say he's a disgusting man, and you can do better than that. It's like true. Wow, if you think someone who's mm. straightforward and honest from the very beginning is disgusting, you yeah. deserve someone shittier. Also, random question. Do you think that was like a little bit of a buy thing when Jennifer asked the other lawyer to go for a drink in celebration? There was some awkward delivery of the dialogue, which made me like, is this more than a drink thing? Like more than a celebrating thing? I don't think that was a buy thing. Um what I do think, and this is what I had a problem over here. Um, so Jennifer, you know, you know, she drinks and they celebrate. And she said, "Oh my God, I can't believe we are finally friends!" Like, "Oh my God, did I actually say that out loud?" Like, you did not build in this show a, you know, a feud between the two. I did not get the vibe between the two that they are not friends. Yeah, why was she striving for? Uh, also, first of all, I never even realized. I don't even remember who the other the the lawyer was like. I don't remember. I was like, I, as well. Was was she or was she introduced earlier? Did I miss her? Yeah, she, I, she was introduced. I think uh, two episodes ago. Wasn't it? Wasn't it the like? If I can remember correctly, uh, Jennifer is being briefed on the thing. She's like, I have a conflict of interest. They bring the other lawyer in, and then she's like, No, nah, I'm not going to, and she walks out, and then. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's her. Yeah. There was no establishment of like that there was needing to be or wanting a friendship with this individual. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you, I, I didn't get it. I didn't like, why is this like, oh my, why are you ashamed of saying that we are finally friends? You didn't build a feud over here. So I, I don't know. It, it was stupid for me. But no, I, I there was, there was, yeah, there's nothing. I, I didn't get a vibe of this is a buy thing going on between them. I think like, mm. hey, you know, you help me, you know, restore my name and you know my honor and dignity, whatever. And by losing to... my honor and dignity, by I gain my honor. <laughs> yes, by losing my honor and dignity. Um, mm. Yeah, so I, I think that was a celebration of that. Mm. We. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, you know. Again, not not a lot of happening when they went not, to, nothing. <laughs> I did notice, which is a cute little touch, when they did go to the you know a shop, you know, to get all the Avengers uh, stuff. The yeah, what was it called? A Avengers and yeah, whatever. Anyways, the guy lawyer, I don't remember his name. He was holding Captain America's shield and Thor's hammer, just like Captain America did in Endgame. It's like, oh wow, okay, mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, a nice, a nice uh, little touch over there. But yeah, I do, I do not like this show. No, sorry. Yep. Nope. Yeah. Uh, kilo. <laughs> I just switched to Hebrew. <laughs> like to, to be honest, like really, the, it's just. Like I have nothing to look forward to other than Daredevil. Like that's the and, I, and that's not even looking forward to. That's just curiosity. Like I am biding my time, waiting for this thing. Like, 
Like, I don't even, I can't even, I'm not, I'm trying to ponder what they're even trying to play off. Like, she's literally accomplished nothing. She's fought demons, cool, but they're not even like, like demons that like actually caused her a threat. You know what I mean? They were just an inconvenience to her slash Wong. And it's not because she's fucking amazing. She has literally done nothing to inspire me any of her character. Like, I was just like, she hasn't like, at one, you know, the simplest thing, a kid like drops something in the street and like goes to uh, pick it up and is about to get hit by a car. You know, she's the perfect candidate to figure out what to do in this situation because she like maybe a quick brief look around for other superheroes. No one's around and it's fucking her. And then, you know, like keep putting her in these incidences where she has to like, I don't want to do this, but fuck, I, I have to like, I, I have the power to do something. And like maybe by stopping the car, she's injured the people on the inside, but they're going to hit a car, uh, hit the boy. So that puts her in other legal waters and like explore the very, like the, the lawyer aspect is awesome. Like explore the legal ramifications, uh, like in real world, what would it mean to be a person of greater ability that can cause harm and like cause and, and while saving lives, you know, like Superman and uh, Batman versus Superman um, touched on it because, you know, uh, Bruce's whole vendetta was like, Superman is fucking dangerous. Uh, the fight in Metropolis proves it. And uh, and that was a really cool angle. I bought it. Hook, line and sin sinker. I was like, yeah, I'm on Bruce's side. Like, I get it. Um, from a realistic point of view, like I, um, I don't care how bad the movie was. Like the the plot, the the stakes, and what they brought were understandable. This show has so much potential, but they're squandering it on fluff. I don't care. No one cares about her dating life. It's almost borderline vulgar. Uh, no one cares about her complaints with the name. Like, sure, that can be an issue of identity, but like, put it against these other issues that I mentioned. Uh, like make the the give me some meat, like some something that the really wrestled like uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They were a little bit too political and a little more bent, but the material of what they were talking about was rich. You know what I mean? They, I, I do know what you mean. They would way too much political for my taste to a point mm -hmm. that, to a point where I actually hate that show. They, Fair they, enough. They came to a point like, don't call terrorists terrorists because that's offensive. It's like, yeah. What the fuck are you talking? No, terrorists are terrorists. Period. Like, I was more referring to the scene between the um, what's this? Uh, the Falcon wrestling with the idea of becoming the next uh, yes. Captain America. Yeah. And while he's talking to one of the superhuman soldiers who retired from not not Nam, uh, North Korea. Yeah. Uh, who had been experimented on and how he could have been a superhero more or less. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, uh, I, I definitely know what you mean. That um, scene in particular had a lot of weight and like, again, very specifically politically oriented, leaning towards a certain thing, but it's still, and even though I don't lean that way and I disagree with some of the argumentation, those are good arguments. So, so some things are like, 
Like, I don't care if you're coming from the wrong area. If you present your argument well, it's going to let me do some consideration because I have to come up with intellectually something to engage with it that can that I can either find common ground or find where the argument is uh, a weak or in, uh, and not gloat about certain parts of my argument. Here, there's literally nothing. It's just... Exactly as you said, men are bad, women have it hard, and She-Hulk's having a hard time literally doing nothing. Whereas we've looked at, like, Bruce's character, uh, the Hulk has been through some heavy shit all the way through. Now, some of these movies, like, you have to extrapolate a little more just to even feel the weight because they don't really get into it. But they could. (laughs) and, And that's what TV series are for. Movies are for like portraying an idea and exploring it to an extent. Like, let's say, Tenant. Did you watch the movie? I did watch the movie. One of my favorite films. I think it's my favorite of the Nolan. Really, whole things. It's not one of mine. I know it's one of the movies you can see it both ways because that is the entire purpose of that movie. More or less, cinema in and of its whole. We have been taught to understand or to watch cinema from a certain linear point of view um but the idea of cinema in and of itself is the exploration of ideas mm-hmm. um and nolan is choosing to withdraw from certain narrative beats to share with us the exploration of quote-unquote the pincer maneuver which is the entire film because it's basically inception of a uh, pincer maneuver within a pincer maneuver within the overall arcing pincer maneuver, which is really interesting. It's worth rewatching. You'll get a lot more of it out of it later. Anyways, I'm I'm uh, definitely an apologetist for the uh, for that film, um, but I understand why people have a disconnect with it. But the point is, there's only so much time in a movie that you can share or um, explore an idea. You have about roughly two hours max. Uh, some movies uh, give extra credit, like extra extension, uh, and that's fantastic. Lord of the Rings has three movies to explore themes and whatnot, but they're staying within the narrative. Um, but TV series are for honing out character arcs and exploring conceptual ideas and a person's reaction and interaction with that. And you have many episodes to f- uh, make someone grow over the course of five episodes to to come to something fantastic like if we were to break wonder woman up from the beginning and like bring into a by the time we got to this episode she would have started being more fully realized and like especially with the call to go out to the world of men Mm -hmm. so like you know we've seen that she's training it's not easy and she is like strong for multiple reasons and now the the real issues are the emotional uh cues which is why that's important and the weight of that not just being super strong and having physical ability so like i said this this show has so had i'm gonna say had past tense because they've already done everything and they're just releasing it so had the potential to be something really unique yes Long-winded, passionate speech. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thanks. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. 
Well, while uh, Joel is, uh, you know, having a, a breakdown, uh, don't forget, check out Reforge Radio at Reforge Radio on Instagram. You can find me, your host, Moses Moon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a, sh- a shameless plug while, he, while you're dying. No, also, no. if you like coffee, <laughs> try. No, go, go ahead for the shameless plug. Um, no, okay. So, yes, the, the point of cinema is... Okay. Cinema and TV, the point of it is to take you out of whatever the fuck is going on in your life and mm. put you into this world that you are watching. This show... Oh, fuck. This, <laughs> this puberty is brought to you by Menthol Cakes. The more you eat, the fresher you get. Ding! This, this show... Um, it, it's not taking... I, I'm not... I'm not buying this show. I'm not buying this world. It's, I, I'm dreading watching it. You mm. know, like you, you said, Nolan, uh, the Tenet is one of your favorites. One of my favorites is actually uh, Interstellar. Mm-hmm. It, it's an amazing movie. And that's one of the movies that I can easily watch uh, multiple times, like year back, like yeah. every, every year to watch it. Yeah. Ama- amazing movie. The, and obviously, I'm not going to compare movies and TV shows, and it's you know, but I'm going to compare this show to the Marvel movies because it's in the same world. Yeah, it, it's not it's not doing it for me. I first of all, the CGI. I'm having a horrible time with the CGI, and the fact that you basically I don't even it, look at her face. <laughs> I just I look at her cheek. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I can't look look at her because she she looks computerized. She doesn't look real to me. Like mm. yes, obviously she's not real. She's a big you know green thing, but you know, imagine she is real. She doesn't look real. She looks computerized, and it's it's very annoying. Mm. And it's very it t- it takes me out. I I can't sink into your world that you want me to sink into. I'm mm. like. I'm way like several steps behind you. I can't sink in. But yeah, that that that's basically my my point of view with uh, with this. I I I do believe we we did kind of talked and ranted about this show. Um, as much as all we- I'm saying is I want something bad to happen to her. Yeah, and I, it's not because I hate women or whatever. I just want her to grow. I just want something actual, every, real every to watch for the stakes or exist. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. Well, five episodes in, nothing bad really happens. There's no bad character. Like, who is the big bad over here? Mm-hmm. Like, even like, fuck this. But like, even the new Star Wars, the sequel trilogy, I didn't know what could happen to Ray. I knew she was still mortal. She may be fucking powerful. I never at once thought like, ah, oh, she'll fucking get out of this. Like, I don't know what they'll do. Uh, obviously, she had plot armor, but like mm-hmm. uh, anything could have happened, especially like from the second film onwards, um, you know, with uh, fuck, who took the, the directing helm I, of I the second remember. film? I don't remember. But Jay, the guy who no, threw... Abrams was the no, first he one. did the first and last. Um... It'll come to us, Andrew, but anyways, but Andrew something. No, that's not it. Uh, but he, his whole spiel is, um, uh, like, 
breaking expectations basically and like so i was like okay and in the star wars world like anything can happen luke lost an arm so mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay so maybe ray is gonna get fucked up somehow i don't know here is she hulk like i there is literally nothing that has been presented that like not even <laughs> even the emotional stakes any and all of it has just been like that's no one cares no one fucking cares there's literally (laughs) there's nothing to grow on it like even if she like had nudes leaked of her in as uh as the she hulk like i wouldn't care there is like the emotional stake of like oh it's so horrible it's like no nothing is horrible has happened nothing that you know like this there are no stakes have been built towards anything it's like uh, yeah I, i i definitely agree with you you know I don't see a character build up of you at all. She is the exact same person she was before she became the Hulk. That's it. You know what this is? Like, do you know the idea of like the the hero archetype? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so there's there's several stages, right? Yeah. Okay, so in the first stage, first stages, you have the call to adventure, and then you have two paths, but generally follows the sequence of the call to adventure, the denial of adventure, the something that makes them go on the adventure, right? We have been here sitting for five episodes (laughs) on the denial of adventure. Yeah, The call is there. She's just been, nope, I don't care. And we're supposed to rejoice. You go, girl. You tell that journey to fuck right off. Like, <laughs> you're so powerful. It's like, that isn't a good story. We, nothing, you're just sitting in the first stage. There's nothing. Oh, my God. Yes. The, literally, literally nothing, you know. It's, it's sad. It's, like, it, it, right. it's, it's really sad. <laughs> I, I have to say, I hate the TV show Miss Marvel, but... A lot more happens over there compared to this show. She had the call. She accepted it. She wanted it because she's always wanted more. She had some, how would you say, uh, some, uh, what do you call that? Obstructions in her journey to like get there, which is sneaking out of the house, breaking tradition. Those are some stakes. Those are real because they have consequences. But she had to be there and her powers manifested and like, oh, okay. And then there is there is some actual like hmm, not good ones, but they were okay. Whereas this is like it's literally if Frodo got the ring, put it in the, <laughs> put it in the drawer, and just forgot about it. And Gandalf's like, "Did you keep it? Is it secret? Is it safe?" He's like, "I don't know, man. It's somewhere." Well, uh, they, they search, well, nothing happens. They can't find it. Well, if you want, the rest of the world goes into chaos. If you want to go technical about what Frodo did with the rings, according to the books, he did exactly that for twenty years. Seventeen years, but it's not that. Is he? There was a plan in place. Yeah, but he did exactly that. He did remember it. And they moved to to, to Buckland and all that. No, but just imagine that he didn't. The 17-year plan is all set up, and he's like, oh, I'm going to move into it. No, he still stays in uh, um, Bag End and, like, just chills there until eventually the ring race find him and kill him and then that's the end of the series yeah. <laughs> and every, every chapter is just the day he wakes up and like s- smokes a pipe and greets his fellow friends and nothing happens 
The ring sat in the box, awaiting him. Kodo did not open the box. <laughs> not today. <laughs> he had more important things to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, basically. I, I, have to, I have to say that this entire episode was basically how she gets her super suit. And how she will finally look like a female as a hawk while in, as a lawyer. Compared to Miss Marvel, at the end of the episode, like her grandmother is like, "Here's I made you a suit." Like, you didn't have to do an entire episode for she Hulk. For no, you didn't have to do an entire episode for uh, Miss Marvel, and yet over here, you did an entire episode for she Hulk. What the fuck? And even then, Jennifer Walters ignored the call, saying, Oh, I don't think I'll need this. And so she ignored the call to adventure once again, only enjoying the casualties of her new suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, totally. I, I do I do believe we, we basically ranted about this entire episode as much as we could. We I, hate it! We, we, we definitely do hate it. I do want to mention a, a bit what they did announce during Disney Day, Disney 23 Expo, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. um, so obviously, you know, during Comic-Con, they announced about Phase 5 and a little bit about Phase 6. A lot of people were hoping they would, you know, tell us more about phase six but they didn't what they did do is they showed a showed us more trailers about stuff they already announced and mm. they confirmed more stuff about shows and tv and movies that they already announced like castings to which movie and what and speaking about captain america uh, uh, america. Uh, captain america new world order the fourth captain america mm-hmm Guess who is going to represent Israel? We have an yeah. actual Israeli actress who is going to be in the new movie Captain America New World Order as an Israeli superhero, a Marvel Israeli superhero. Yes, this is real. This is legit. And her name is Sabra. That is the name so, of the... That she is the like a giant cactus? So yeah, okay. So I'll go into the story about that, but that's her superhero name. Okay. And the actress name is Shira Haas. Yes. So okay. Obviously, so the the little background about uh, the Sabra. Um, she's from so, the X Men. What? Yes, yes, she's an X Men. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so. That that's awesome. I'm I'm I am excited for that. I did not know anything about this, but th when they announced, like, she could become my new favorite superhero. <laughs> maybe <laughs> like I always told, my, you know, ask myself, is there an Israeli superhero in the Marvel universe? I never actually searched it, but apparently, yes, there is. I'm like, holy uh, shit, it's awesome. First appearance in Incredible Hulk issue uh, two fifty, August nineteen eighty. Uh, but first, but fully appeared in the a few uh, issues later in Hulk, uh, Incredible Hulk 256, February uh, 1981, created by Bill Mantlo and Sal Basima. Yes. Uh, gas. Anyways, um, well, here's the thing that's really unique. I mean, in terms of like um, 
knowing that this character exists and like a Marvel pulling out really strange random ones. But on another note, and I, I kind of take this, I have definite personal, personal bio bias in this, not bio, the bile <laughs> or by a bias, a uh, bias in particular. I like when Israel gets good. Well, hopefully this character is a good character, but, but I like when Israel gets good representation when yes. we're represented as the, as a good guy, as like a good character. Uh, I don't, you don't even have to mention the conflict. Please don't touch on it at all. You know, please don't even talk about her, uh, her origin. Just make her a kick-ass amazing hero with heart and whatever and we'll all be satisfied and then people who get into it be like oh she's Israeli she her character and her actress this is very good we like this does she like hummus I like hummus this is great yes um that okay so I I'm totally stoked for this I'm very excited for this at the same time just like you I'm very nervous about how they're going to represent her her um, origin is really cool her, yeah, her origin is actually very cool uh, Ruth Bat Seref was born near Jerusalem, Israel she was raised on a special kibbutz uh, run by Israeli government after her powers manifested Ruth was a first superhero agent to serve with the Mossad <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's really cool I actually do want to see her origins in the movie because no, we know nothing about her. Like, she—it's not like she's from Miss Marvel. This is a new character from 2013. Miss Marvel was created, if I remember right, in the year 2013. Sabra was created in the 80s. And yeah. There's not a lot about her, so it's like now you're bringing her to life. This is kind of cool, you know. You know, I do want to see her origin. It's going to be also the first time anyone is going to talk about her, which is awesome. Which, by the way, I do want to do a little uh, Easter egg. This is not mm. the first time we talk about her. What? Yes. Are, are you ready for hey, this? What? Are you ready for the Blow thing? my mind. Are you ready for the insane Easter egg? Way so back, Way back in X-Men 2. X2. Yeah. Okay. So at some point, uh, one of the uh, uh, characters is on the computer, and you see a huge list of people, or, you know, for the X uh, uh, test that they want to do. Mm -hmm. On the very corner, you see her name, Saba's name. You see Ruth Batserif. Yes. What? Yeah. So it's like, oh my God, you guys actually knew about her way back in the movie. X-Men 2, which what came on like 2002, something like that. Yeah. Like, oh my god, you did an Easter egg back then. That's a but weird yeah. um that's a weird like uh Easter egg because she's a random character, and like back in those times, they usually tried to like prompt like well-known super uh superheroes. So the real question is how big is <laughs> Oh my gosh, her costuming is ridiculous. <laughs> oh yeah, her, her, her costume is, is is ridiculous. They do change it up later. And... Yeah, no, I see that, but it's just yeah. like Israel. But uh, she, she I also, love it. I think, I think her father is also a, later on a superhero. I don't remember, but there's another character who has more or less the same outfit as she does. 
Oh my gosh, that's yes. so we, funny. We, we, will de- we will definitely dive deep into Saba on, on our own time because we... Oh my gosh, yes. Well, you know, it's interesting now I'm seeing this article comparing like she's like the Israeli version of the Captain America and then we also uh, Captain... You have Captain Marvel. Canada. Okay, you have Captain, Captain Canada, Universe, which is Captain. You have yeah. Captain Canada, Captain Universe, Captain America, Captain Britain, and now Britain, and then the dude from the uh, USSR. Yes, uh, Red Guardian. Red Guardian. So yeah, she is kind of the Israeli Captain America, which you know what I'm gonna say it. She's a first female Captain America, but Captain Israel. How about that? Suck on that feminist yeah. bullshit. Suck it, anti-Israel <laughs> Way back fuckers. in the 80s. Yeah, so yeah, my question remains is how much of a following does she have in order for them to like have res- referenced her then and or now and or it's that secret Jewish cabal that's like, you know, who else is Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how big of a following she has. But I do believe she her following will grow. I don't. The real question is over here. Mm. I don't know how many comics are out there about this character. Now, with the movies coming out, are you going to continue doing comics about her? Or are you not going to continue going doing comics about her? Or with her? She seems more like a. There's. I don't know. Like more of a character who has. Who's had a very particular, uh, like more with than like a solo thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems that she's been in a few, uh, in a few things. We will have to find that out. She's new X Men in two thousand twenty. Okay, yeah, in the comic series. All right, all right, cool, cool. Her, I think the late, the latest, yeah, two thousand and twenty-two uh, is the was the re- release. The l- most that was the most recent, but I don't know. It seems like the the most recent comic she was in was in December two thousand and nine, Ultimate Comics Armor Wars issue two. Anyways, that is enough about me bullshitting because I'm just googling. I'm the Jamie like of J- Joe Rogan's podcast that I'm just searching all this shit up. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, weren't we talking about uh, She-Hulk? What? <laughs> and we, we, uh, we, we segued for that, uh, from, from that to this. But yeah, I, I we, think in generally, we are more or less done this episode. So with that in mind, I do believe we got to the end of the episode. I am your host, Joel. And with me today... Martin McCullough. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Moses Moon. I'm just Moses. kidding. It's me, Moses Moon. <laughs> we, we talked about uh, She-Hulk by <clears throat> Titania, episode five. I, I'll put all the links for the Hebrew podcast, Moses Instagram radio show. Give us five stars on Spotify and anywhere else you can listen to. We are spoilers, obviously, and we'll catch you all up on the next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye.